Welcome to You Heard with Nerds. I'm Brett. I'm Dorian. And we got some nerd news for you. Mm-hmm. But before that, make sure you like and subscribe this video if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. It helps us out a great deal. So uh, what do we got this week, Dorian? So we're going to be talking about the WandaVision trailer. We're going to be talking about uh, the latest delays at Marvel, uh, the g- new game from Supergiant Hades. But first things first, Xbox is playing for keeps. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft bought <sighs> Bethesda about a week ago from when this podcast airs. And they essentially acquired ZeniMax uh, Media, Bethesda's parent company, for $7.5 billion. This acquisition includes... Uh, the Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Quake, Starfield, and a couple other uh, franchises that are fairly notable in there. But uh, as of right now, the studios are basically going to be keeping like the staff and the leadership pretty much the same. Uh, there are some PS5 exclusives that uh, are currently in development at Bethesda uh, under like a Bethesda, you know, umbrella. And those games will still be uh, coming to PS5, which those games being Deathloop and Tokyo Ghostwire. Um, And it's unclear whether or not uh, all Bethesda games going forward are going to be Xbox exclusives or or if they're going to be kind of, you know, a little bit of leeway there. I mean, right now the word is uh, games will be exclusive on a case by case basis. So, what do we think about all this? Um, this may have decided the console of the next generation for me. Really? I mean, I would say, I don't know. I would say Elder Scrolls is enough to pull a lot of people over to Xbox. It, it is going to be the big thing here. I mean, granted, unless we get a Switch Pro. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like Elder Scrolls Six is not going to be on Switch Pro here. I doubt that. Uh, we don't know anything yet. I mean, but that being said, no, this is definitely if they do make Elder Scrolls Six a console exclusive for Xbox. Yeah, no, that that is definitely probably the biggest selling point Xbox has made here. Yeah. But that's the thing that I'm kind of wondering is I don't know whether or not they can officially do that because they announced Elder Scrolls Six and their uh, net, uh, their not, the other game that's going to be coming out, uh, Starfield, uh, about I want to say two years ago or so. Now, I don't know what the situation is, but there might be already some licensing deals already happening okay. for like specific consoles before this acquisition uh, acquisition ever took place here. So hmm. maybe, maybe not. Hard to say. Yeah. So Interesting. I mean, right now, I mean, there's no confirmation on whether Elder Scrolls 6, Next Fallout, all these uh, you know other games that come directly from Bethesda Softworks, if they are going to be, you know, uh, showing up on PS5 or not, but hard to say here. I mean, but I mean, no, this is an absolutely huge move for Xbox. I mean, th- this is a. Uh, it's funny because we were talking about I don't know a couple weeks back about them buying WBE uh, Interactive here. Yeah, which that move seems so much tamer compared to this one right yeah. here. 
Big time. So, I mean, and I, I mean, the other games are good. I think the the biggest one that'll probably end up going exclusive is Elder Scrolls. I mean, that's going to be their big money maker. That's the thing is like, like Doom, it's fine. Like all those other games, it's sure. Wolfenstein, whatever. Sure. But I mean, they don't draw the numbers in like an Elder Scrolls game. I mean, essentially, this is going to be the sequel to Skyrim, one of the biggest games of all time. So, <clears throat> like, yeah, I mean, it's really coming down to like, you know, is Microsoft's strategy like as it, as they've claimed here? Where I mean, obviously, this generation they haven't really been like super uh, exclusive in terms of their games. I mean, literally, like one of their big exclusives, uh, game exclusive games that came out this year is on Switch six months later, like right now, like which is Ori and the Will of the Wisp there, and now. Um, and now basically it's going to come down to like, okay, is Microsoft still going to back up that talk about saying like, we don't want to, we don't want to like, you know, uh, make like, you know, necessarily consoles. We want to make services like with Xbox game pass and it can be played on like, you know, a bunch of different devices here. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, and that's even like Doom Eternal is now going to be on Xbox Game Pass. It will be well. on Xbox Game Pass. And they said like pretty much all Bethesda games will be on Xbox Game Pass at launch here. Hmm. I mean, right now, you know, Xbox <clears throat> has been very consumer friendly. And I think that's more by necessity, not by choice per se, because right. they're right now in third place in this whole console arena. And they had about four years head start on the Switch and they... And they got already outpaced by the switch basically. So, so it's really going to come down to like, okay, how much of this is this actually going to be honored here? You know, in terms of, or like this mentality of being like super consumer friendly. How how, how long is that going to carry on for? Because when you're on top and you know, people want your stuff regardless of whether you're being consumer friendly or not, that's going to be where the rubber meets the road. Right. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, we could uh, get a little glimpse into that with the next thing we're going to talk about, which is their external storage card. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's quite a thing, isn't it? Which here? is going to cost you a lot of money. So yeah, so so yeah, it's a proprietary it, it, memory card. Yeah, um, it's going to cost you two hundred nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents for a one terabyte. One terabyte. Uh, which I mean, in all honesty, like I feel like in this day and age doesn't get you a whole lot here in all honesty. I mean, w- when you have game sizes that are 100 gigabytes a game. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing them all at once, but... Sure. Um, yeah, especially with game sizes growing for the next generation. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be more the standard as one terabyte going forward, I think. Yeah. Um, now, you can still use, like, your USB drives, but it's not going to promote, like, the quick load that they promised with right. the next generation. Yeah, that's what the memory card is essentially supposed to be supplementing here. Yeah, it's part. supposed to run a lot smoother with this memory card, but yeah. honestly, who knows? And Yeah. I did, mean... Did we mention the price on this thing? I just did, yeah. yeah $219.99. I mean, yeah, I mean... No, I mean... And that's the thing, is, like... Even, like, uh, because I upgraded my uh, hard drive uh, for my... PS5, like I think about roughly a year after I got it uh, for like one terabyte. I think that like that was like roughly about I want to say that was like between like fifty and eighty dollars somewhere around there. And like it's an actual hard drive that you gotta like you know put in and install here. Right. This is like yeah, this is kind of 
Was, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, this is. I mean, I figured like the price would have gone down at least a little bit by now here potentially. I but. mean, technology is getting more advanced, so I think sure. that's the biggest thing right now. I think that price will come down once like stuff comes out and people aren't buying it because no one's going to pay $220 for memory, I don't think. Well, especially considering how it's like for that price, I like if I'm going to pay one like that much money for a memory card, it needs to basically get me through the generation. Like yeah, it needs to play games too. Well, plays yeah, <laughs> right. But no, it needs to get me through the generation here. Like, and one terabyte, it's I don't. It's not gonna. It's not gonna do it. Like you know, I mean, in terms, I mean, yeah, you do already have like the the other terabyte on like you know the the Series X and all mm-hmm. that. But I mean, so that's two terabytes of storage here, and it's just like you're not going to you're not going to get that. It's, no, it's not going to be enough for if you're going to be consistently gaming and you want to have all your games installed, ready to go at a moment's notice. Yeah. That's, that's what it comes down to is like, what are you, what are you wanting to play? That's going to be the the talk of the next generation. I think is, is just not enough memory. So yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like if it was like $99, it'd be way more approachable, that but $220 s- for that is no, it's ridiculous steep, to it's, say the least. It's steep. It's very steep. I mean, can you imagine how much uh, Elder Scrolls Six is going to be in terms um, of memory? Pr- probably two hundred gigs. You know, I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised here. I mean, it's absolutely insane. And so, you're literally saying like, okay, ten percent of the available memory you have to you through the hard drive and the memory card, yeah, ten percent is going to be taken up by just one game. Right. So. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some Marvel slash TV show slash uh, delays yeah. going through here. Uh, WandaVision got a trailer recently. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really talk let you know about the plot hardly at all because it's really hard to even understand what's going on. I mean, by and large, it's a tease for the most part. <laughs> you know, they don't go very in specifics. And I mean, you get like little... Hints and clues as to like what might be happening for the most part. Yeah, and it's interesting because I mean, supposedly it's coming out this year, and we're already in basically beginning of October, and we got two more months left in the year. Yep. And then the year's over. So like, where's the other trailers that are gonna, or is this it? This might be it, and then they just release the show. I don't know. This might be it. I mean, because it, this seems like a show that one of the main draws to it is kind of the mystery behind it here for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch just to figure out what the heck the show's about. Well, and also if it, if the rumors are true and it does lend, um, if it does lend itself to like phase four of the MCU in a big way, then yeah, I mean, obviously it's going to be required reading for the most part, so to speak. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think, um, I mean, it seems interesting. I mean, and definitely looks like, you know, in the trailer, Wanda is starting to lose it. I mean, but this is going to be something that I'm not really going out of my way to watch this because if this does come out in December, like it's been previously reported on and Disney has, you know, continued to say that, yeah, this is still coming out this year, then this will just be active probably when uh, The Mandalorian is uh, still airing airing roughly or at least like getting or just wrapping up up, yeah yeah, wrapping up and so my disney plus subscription should still be you know active at that point i'll probably just watch it then 
cut the cord again until something winter soldier winter soldier or yeah falcon come out i mean whenever that's gonna happen um yeah did did they release the full episode slate for mandalorian i can't remember i do not think they did okay i'm guessing it's eight again probably probably so you got eight weeks yeah i mean it'll take you through december yeah so yeah exactly cool well, uh, and then they just announced uh, on my way to record this episode. Yeah, just freshly announced. Nick Fury Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. So no idea what that's about. Right. So I mean, I mean, th- they announced like some of the writers, and obviously Samuel L. Jackson is going to be returning. It's what? not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be like young, I young don't know, Fury. Young Fury. Even they, even then, they, they, they just they, yeah, CGI. They, they CGI them. So you know, there's a precedent to like, just make young fury, just Samuel L. Jackson. You know, there's no reason why you wouldn't have Samuel L. Jackson in there, but, uh, in any case, so there's no concrete details on like the plot or when we can expect this here. It's just coming out. It's just coming out. Just freshly announced. What do we think this will be here for the most part? Like, what are your thoughts? I'm guessing it's going to, you know, like we saw him on that big spaceship. Yeah. Spoilers uh, for, uh, uh, Spider-Man, oh, yeah. far, uh, from home. far from home. Yeah. If you haven't seen that already, then that's, that's on you. It's, it's been a long a time behind. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it has going to have to do with sword potentially where, um, yeah, the sister agency for like shield, which is like, yeah. kinda like the interplanetary type of uh defense. Yeah. System I, for... I think it'll probably set that up maybe, um, and fill in some gaps that we saw in some of the movies. Maybe. Yeah. Like you said earlier, you're talking about the scrolls and in- invasion type of thing. Secret yeah. war. Yeah. Kind of a twist on it or something along those lines here. Like, yeah, maybe I there's another party of scrolls that are not good. Yeah. Don't know. That, that would be uh, probably my assumption is that there, there was a uh, band of scrolls that essentially went rogue and then, these and then basically they have to work with the scrolls to stop the bad scrolls or something. Yeah, along those I can lines. see that happening. Potentially. Yeah, I just know it's gonna have Nick Fury in it. Yep, that's about it. So so let's talk delays, okay? Yeah. Uh we talk about this almost every other I think every other week at Pretty least. much, yeah. Maybe every week. Yeah. But uh Marvel's basically saying, Hey, we're not gonna release anything the rest of this year. We're gonna push well, everything back to twenty twenty one. This this will be like the first time in ten years there hasn't been a Marvel movie, like an MCU movie. I'm trying to think. There wasn't anything before Corona, was there? No, no. There was at least like one movie, if not <clears throat> multiple movies that Pretty came good. out like uh, after, you know, post-Avengers here. Yeah, so Black Widow's getting moved to May of next year. Yeah. May 7th, 2021. Yeah, from the November uh, 6th release date here. Which was, was their original release date in May? Their original release date was in May. So this is like a almost year. literally, yeah, one year after the fact yeah. that they were planning on release it. Yeah. And then Eternals go from uh, February of 2021 to November of 2021. So we're about... We're still about a year out from Eternals, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And then Shang Chi mm-hmm. got delayed just a couple months, yeah. which isn't actually too bad. Yeah. Basically. Uh, so they're going to be. It's going to be a July 2021 right. movie. Essentially, from uh, May 7th, 2021, to July 9th, 2021. So basically, swapped uh, dates with Black Widow. That way, Black Widow could have like uh, be kind of front running the Phase Four movies here, basically. Yeah. Which I don't know. Who knows what they're going to do with that whole thing? I mean, still remains to be unseen. I mean, the slate isn't exactly exciting, and I was kind of talking about this with yeah. you, with you and your wife uh, over the over the weekend, saying I am really glad that 
it's not Endgame that we were were waiting on here. That would have been horrible. I would have lost my mind here. <laughs> I mean, like these movies. Here's the thing. I mean, I'll go see them and all that, but am I like, you know, just giddy with excitement over seeing a Black Widow movie that should have happened? Like, I don't know. Like probably shortly after the first Avengers movie or these guys that I don't know anything about. Not really. I mean. I'll watch them. But yeah, I'll I mean, go see it for but sure. I'm not, I'm not like, you know, going to be day one, like midnight release type thing here or whatever. Right. So. Yeah, I get that. All right. So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. We did. And uh, the lack of trailer thereof here. And we already got more news on that front that. And still um, no trailer. And st- still no trailer. Uh, Peacemaker, a.k.a. John Cena. Yeah. Uh, is getting a spinoff and potentially coming back for a sequel already yeah so he doesn't die in this movie i guess not kind of spoiling the i know that's where i was like what why why are you saying all this yeah uh so anyway uh so yeah it's gonna be an hbo max series yeah uh this is starting to piss me off why because i don't want to pay for hbo max so they're starting to do their own little spinoff things and which is fine. I mean, I get it. I mean, you just gotta. You're just gonna have to like be kind of cherry picking. Just your, start hopping your subscriptions. Just yeah. be like, all right, here's eleven bucks for the month. <clears throat> Show me what you got, and then be like, cool, that was great. All right, see you. In- I mean, I figured with someone like John Cena, it's gonna be more than just his one role. Yeah, in just movie. all one and done type yeah. of thing. Yeah, he's starting to get kind of his. Yeah, uh, he's already been a big name, but he's starting to become a pretty big actor. Like like a tier actor, not just John Cena from the WWE. I mean, I don't think he's like. I'm not not there yet. I, I don't would think say he's for there. action, I, he's getting there. I think he's becoming definitely more notable. I mean, you, you definitely are starting to see him in more movies as of late here. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think like this could definitely push him into a <clears throat> tier potentially here. I mean, I think. I think it's for one HBO has been very generous with these, uh, DC shows, um, uh, spinoff shows or whatever as of late. I mean, we know we have a, um, Gotham, uh, PD. We, we have the, yeah, essentially the, the Batman spinoff focusing on the Gotham PD. We have the green lantern, uh, show that's going to be yep. happening. We also got, uh, justice league dark and now this here. So, I mean, yeah. it's, a uh, the, so they're really, uh, so they're really, uh, you know, basically just packing it here with uh essentially saying hey if you're a dc fan this is where you want to be i mean essentially like saying like okay disney we see you with your marvel shows and we'll raise you a couple shows as well here yeah but it's also i guess speaks to the studio's confidence that john cena's character is going to be a hit essentially yeah i mean he his character is interesting. I read up a little bit on him. I I I did a little little reconnaissance. Not much here, but yeah, he's just very black and white. Basically, well, is what but, it came down to right, like he, extremely he, black. He, and he white. pursues peace, but he'll kill anybody yeah, for justice in the way yeah. that that gets in the way of so him him having justice ha, and peace, ha, justice and peace. Yeah. Here, which I mean, definitely seems like a very comedic concept here. I mean, yeah. Well, We'll see how it's executed here, but on paper, I mean, it sounds sounds funny. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, that's it for nerd news. We're gonna head into roundtable review. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of roundtable review, yeah, it's brought to you by Brett. Well, for once, what do you got for us? 
So I just have a first look at the game Hades. Yeah. Uh, it's a roguelike dungeon crawler, which I'm kind of over that whole thing. As Before I even played this game, I was over it. I don't even know why I decided to play this game. I mean, well. It yeah. looked cool. Yeah. It was the art. It, do- it does look cool, yeah. I'm addicted to this game right now. Yeah. Um, I really like the art style and not even just the gameplay. Like when you have like um, uh, when you're talking. So basically, for those of you who don't know, it takes place in Hades. Yeah. You're the son of Hades himself. Yeah. Um, and uh, you're trying to escape hell, basically. Yeah. Um, and so you're kind of going through this these dungeons and trying to get your way and move farther, further and further up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the process, you're you know you're able to pick your weapon. Uh, you get these things called boons, which are like different abilities. Yeah. Uh, that that add to your already your arsenal already. So like, uh, and it's random how you find these. Like it's it's like the the prize for beating that dungeon. You'd get like either a boon or you get some dark. You get different kinds of materials for different stuff. Right. Um. And so, uh, basically, it, it it revolves around the Greek mythology. So like sure. Zeus, Poseidon. Uh, all those people, Aphrodite, yeah, um, Ares, you name it, they're they're part of this game, and they're kind of helping you on your quest to leave Hades. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. And you could do different builds, like you have like a dash uh, boon you can get, an attack, a special, uh, and then you get all these other perks on top of that that you'll collect as you go. Right. So you can kind of build it how you want. As long as you're able to actually go for, because you're not offered every single boon from the start, you're just offered sure. one, and then as you go, you, you collect different ones. Right. So, so you so you select which one you want, like for early game, and then you eventually. No, you're just it's just there, like it's oh. just random. Oh, okay. So gotcha. Think, yeah. So that's the only thing is like if you're like, oh, I want to play, I want Zeus's stuff because it it's you know more more lightning base and yeah. more damage output. You might not get that. You might chance. not get it. You, yeah. You might have to actually kind of dig for that. Provided that you actually get decently far in your run, right? Basically, uh, and I would say the combat's very similar to that of Diablo. Yeah, it kind of definitely seemed uh, uh, kind of similar, like the isometric uh, hack and slash, mm-hmm. a lot of enemies on the screen type of thing. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, it's super fun. Uh, there's six weapons that you can choose from. Yeah, um, and I'll go into those a little bit later, but. Uh, it's kind of cool because, I mean, for the most part of roguelike stuff, you don't start with anything at the beginning after you die. Right. Some yeah. of them you're able to upgrade stuff. This, you're able to have long-term buffs yeah, kinda, and upgrade your health and stuff. Kind of similar to uh, with Dead Cells here. We're like, you know, you you got like essentially what would be like experience points. Yep. And then, you know, you could put that towards, uh, you know, okay, I want to be able to carry more potions like when I start the game or I want to be able to unlock this weapon or that weapon and totally. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, I really like uh, just the art style that they chose. Uh, like I said, but like more so when a like a when you're talking, when the dialogue's happening, it's like a picture of you, like a drawing of you. Yeah. And okay. So that's what looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind of like what kind of comic booky looking. A little bit, yeah, just really well done. Okay, nice. Um. Yeah, and the the other thing about this is it actually has a story, which I think is different than most road games. Yeah, um, yeah. I there's mean, a lot of dialogue that you can go through, and the story kind of builds on itself as you the the more you die and come back to Hades. That's cool. Uh, and the more you talk to people, yeah. basically. And sometimes they give you perks, like they'll give you uh, some kind of uh, I can't remember what they're called, but basically you start off with like an item that will give you a, a buff. Yeah. Um. 
so yeah, I, I thought it was really good. I, I like. I think the the character dialogue is pretty good as well. What I don't like really, mm-hmm. it is a rogue game. I mean, <laughs> so uh, I mean, it's. I wish it was more like Diablo at times. Like I, I think there would it would be a cool so, concept so, to do like a, so, a Greek so, god Diablo. So not like any random generation, like places that just stay the same. You know the places you're going to and all that here. Yeah, and like not having like just having your loot. Uh, just stick with you mm-hmm. type of thing. Okay. Fair Might enough. be cool. I don't know. But that is what yeah. draws you in is the roguelike. Well, exactly. I mean, that's the thing is like, it's, it's kind of <laughs> that, um, it's kind of, I guess like that speed runner mentality a little bit too. It's just like, okay, that run didn't go so well. I'm going to try this this time and see if I can actually exactly. make it here. And then, yeah. you know, you go in not knowing exactly what to expect just because the layout's different. The enemies might be different, all that stuff here. Yeah. And I wish, uh, one of the drawbacks, I think personally, there's six weapons. I wish there was more. Or and I haven't played like I'm not. I haven't unlocked everything, so maybe there are more weapons that come later, or right. you can upgrade them. Yeah. Uh, right now, you kind of have a sword, which is like a you know more close range, balanced mid-range. option for the most part. Yeah, it's a little slower than some of the other classes, sure. but uh, then you have a bow, which obviously is your long range. Yeah. You're a little bit quick. You know, you're rolling around. You're running around, trying to be more mobile. Sure. Uh, you have a shield, which is uh, you could throw it, you can hold it, you can actually deflect stuff, you can charge it up and ram people, basically. Okay. Nice. Uh, then you have gauntlets, which are like basically yeah. just gloves, and you punch really fast. You could do upper like an uppercut. Yeah, that's but like just your like, special. But at the cost of like range, essentially. Totally no yeah. zero range unless you get a, a perk that gives you more range. Gotcha. Um, then you have your spear. The spear is my favorite. Uh, Decent damage, yeah. longer range. Yeah, a little bit that. longer range than mi- than a mid range. So you're you're still more of a mid range combat, but you have range because you could actually throw the spear as well. Oh, nice! And call it back to you. Ooh, yeah. So that's my favorite one. And then you have a rail gun. Yeah. So you have like an actual. Yeah, I remember gun. <laughs> that. I remember reading about that in Greek mythology and all yeah. that. Yeah. So you have a a rail gun that uh, basically is like. You know, pretty quick damage, and then you could lob a grenade up, basically. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I think overall, I mean, been super fun. I don't really have like a rating for it. If I had to rate it now, I'd say like eight or eight out of ten, probably. Yeah. I think a lot of places are giving like nine out of tens. Yeah. Um, yeah, eight or nines is what I've been seeing mostly yeah. here, but. But yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm. Th- this is definitely one I'm, you know, interested to check out. I mean, I'll, I'll get around to it at some point. Right now, I'm uh, about a. 109 stars deep in uh, 64. Dang. 11, 11 left. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of time. Uh, not really. That's a lot of time. Anyhow. <laughs> so that's... That's it. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Check us out on all our social media and YouTube. Uh, and have an awesome week. And remember, everyone's a nerd about something. <laughs> <laughs>